Welcome to episode number 197, Spiritual Giants. I am your host, Damon Soka. So today is going to be a little unconventional and perhaps shorter than normal. I hope that you will give me a little space and a moment to what may feel like to you is that I am rambling. I have a method to my madness, and naturally, my mind works a little differently, as you have probably already recognized. So let's start today with the idea of what it is to be normal. Being normal. Feeling normal. Just normality. Like many of you, I have sought out normality all of my life. I have just wanted to be normal. Feel normal emotions. Live a normal life. I wanted happiness, peace, and of course, joy in my life. I really searched for this, probably as you have, prayed for it, attempted to live it amongst my many weaknesses, yet I admit to never really having found it, always searching, never able to find that normal place, a place where I would feel normal and be normal. Mental illness tends to cause it, I suppose. When you lose control of your inner desire, emotional stability, and core feelings to an illness, you tend to want that control back in your life. You want your normal feelings, your inner desires, and your dreams and hopes back. You really want to feel like you once did. Once we enter the world of mental illness, we are always looking back to better days, hoping somehow we can find what we lost somewhere in our future. We could even become so desperate to find it that we are willing to reach outside of our box and grab at anything that appears to help. We can even go so far as to think that it can't be reached, And that leads to far darker places. When we lose hope of normality, life tends to have little meaning. And hope is a strange emotion. It runs far deeper than almost any other emotion in our body. When we have hope, even a small flicker of hope, we live and strive and work for it. When hope fades, we tend to lose our desire for living. Yet it takes a great deal of pain and suffering to completely smother hope. It is also interesting just how quickly hope can be revived and we can feel that motivating desire well up within us again. Hope is the one emotion, unlike any other, that gives us life. When we have hope, we have life. Hope is probably what drives us to normality. By nature, we are social beings, and because we are, we desire social connections. Social connections are driven, by the most part, from matching identities. The idiom, birds of a feather flock together, is a fairly true statement. When we socialize and form groups, we tend to drift towards like-minded people. When no like-minded people are around us, we will adapt to our environment. We will make changes to fit into a social group, even if the fit isn't very good. Normality is often driven by what we see and what we experience. Normal for me is certainly not normal for you. We each live within our own reality, created in our minds and by our shared experience. What I perceive as normal comes from my genetics, my environment, and if I allow it, from my premortal life. Just so you know, we can actually shut out our premortal life. We are a blend of genetics, our world, and our spiritual experiences we allow to come across. Somehow blending those three together, we come up with what is normal. And from there, we decide what normal looks like, feels like, and is for us. Now, naturally, the idea of normal changes as we experience life both environmentally and spiritually. What is interesting, though, if you ask people if they feel normal, most people, almost all people, will tell you that they do not feel normal. 
We all tend to look for it, but it is rare to find someone that feels entirely as though they fit in and are normal. So what if I told you that there is no such thing as normality? That normality is an illusion that we strive for, but we never really find. That if you were to somehow close in on it, you would find that it is only further away. And that we are really not looking for normal. That is just what we tell ourselves. But that is not what we truly want. You see, when we came here from our previous life in the pre-mortal worlds, our memories were veiled. But our experience was not. We can still feel many of our emotional desires from the pre-mortal world. We are truly spiritual beings living in a mortal world. And yes, this world feels strange to us. It should. We came from a very different life. We did not have this genetic mortal covering that often dictates to our spirit a variety of desires, passions, and drives. This doesn't mean that we didn't have any desires, passions, and drives in pre-mortal life. We certainly did. But it appears that our mortal body may have introduced some very strong desires that tend towards selfish behavior. We did not come from a selfish behavior environment. In fact, where we came from was celestial in nature, meaning that we lived far more selflessly and with a greater sense of community. That sense of community is probably one of the reasons we are so driven to social behaviors. One of the greatest joys we experienced before this life were our relationships. While we don't know exactly what those relationships were, I doubt that our Father could cause us to entirely forget them, simply because they became such a deep part of who we are and what we became. I have no doubt when the curtains are drawn back and we regain some of that knowledge of the pre-mortal life, we will realize that we are standing amongst our friends and family. When those relationships come flooding back into our minds, we will see that we were sent here with our closest relationships to work out our salvation. So yes, this life is bewildering to us. We have never been, so far as we know, in a world that is so unjust, unruly, and downright ugly. We came from a world that was entirely just, true, and fair. <clears throat> and when we feel that injustice rise up in us, it is because we know justice. We also know mercy, kindness, gentleness, and pure love. Those beings with whom we associated, who were exalted and immortal, taught us of their experiences and their lives. We knew that mortality was going to be a fight because we knew the history of our exalted ancestors. Their world was naturally not unlike ours with all its ugliness, but we could only know the stories. We had not yet experienced it. And so we were thrust into this world looking for what we lost. We are not looking for normality. We are looking for our lost premortality where we knew true joy. We had felt it deeply for a very long time before this earth. And we know truth because we were taught it bountifully before we came here. Our experiences before this life is actually what we are searching for. We are searching to regain those wonderful relationships. When we look for normality, we are searching for our previous life. In some ways, we will never be or feel normal because it requires an environment that isn't entirely possible with our current method of government and society. When we experience mental illness with all its symptoms, it reminds us of just how deeply we desire our heavenly home. I have often thought that perhaps the Lord 
gives mental illness to individuals who were exceedingly valiant in the pre-mortal world. Maybe our spirituality and depth of devotion to the Savior were so strong that this world would have been far too easy for us to navigate. And when life is easy, we don't put in the effort we need to become better. Maybe we would have sailed through this life with little effort, with the ability to hear the voice of the Spirit with ease, and returned home very much the same as we left the pre-mortal world. That was and is not the intent of this mortal world. One of the lessons of the parable of the talents is that we need to show improvement in our soul and spiritual nature. We need to bring back with us a greater spiritual nature than we had before coming to this earth. Because our road perhaps would have been easy, we needed a deep weakness to provide for our learning and growth. It is reasonable to think that our mental health challenges were provided specifically that we might improve upon the talents we were given. The greater the mental health challenge, the stronger we were spiritually in the pre-mortal worlds. Perhaps those given the most difficult trials in life are those whose nature can handle difficult trials. It would not make sense to send someone weak in the spirit and then to make their journey so difficult that they could never return to heaven. One could not expect a five-talent or one-talent person to take the same journey as the ten-talent person. So the greater the trial, the greater the capacity to endure that trial. Now, I understand that we don't often feel like the ten or five-talent person. It is difficult in this world to see our spiritual capacities from premortality, and even more difficult when we are under the pressure of our trials. We can feel weak when our symptoms seem to rob us of every motivation of desire and hope. We can feel as though we are the least in the kingdom of heaven. But perhaps that feeling of weakness is needed in our lives as it causes us to reach to heaven in a more earnest way. It is important to remember that when the Savior prayed more earnestly is when he felt the full weight of the atonement pressing upon him. If our trials are given in proportion to our spiritual strength, and I believe they are, then it is reasonable to think that we have a deep spiritual nature that the Lord is developing by placing us in a state of deep weakness. That our mental health challenges are in proportion to our spiritual strength to withstand and overcome them. When we are placed in this state, we become more willing participants to the Lord's methods of training. Learning only really takes place when we are humble and submissive. Humility and submissiveness are the requirements to allow the Spirit to cause a change of heart. And then we can take our ten pre-mortal talents and through mortality bring another ten. We often think of the ten-talent person as the one who has great capacity, great outward ability, and the Lord simply blessed his efforts. That somehow he escaped the trouble one finds when trying to increase capacity. Increase in capacity always comes through great struggle and trial. There actually exists no other way to obtain it. Yes, the Lord can simply provide it through grace, but I believe that is very rare to just receive greater spiritual strength. So often when the Lord desires us to work, a, work in us a greater capacity, he gives us opportunities in life to do so naturally with his help. For instance, if we desire to develop patience, the Lord gives us difficult people to work with. So if we desire deep spiritual strength, and we have brought with us a deep reservoir from the pre-mortal life, then the Lord must provide great personal obstacles to increase that reservoir. 
Not only must we pass through toil, strife, pain, and suffering, but for it to run deep, we must endure it for a length of time. Short moments of difficult pain do not provide for deep memory or learning. If we desire deep spiritual wells, then we must endure the struggle to dig them. So perhaps, rather than think of ourselves as weak and unable to handle mortal life, we should consider that our trials have been given in our proportion, in proportion to our ability to handle them, that, in reality, we are spiritual giants who can handle difficult trials because we have deep spiritual reservoirs. Rather than think ourselves a one-talent person without capacity, we are simply a ten-talent person who has been given greater weakness that the Lord might bring forth greater strength. Now, today, I hope that in all of my rambling, I have provided you with some hope and understanding of who you really are and why the Lord would allow such a difficult illness to ravage your heart and mind. I hope that you can now see yourself as he does, a spiritual giant with great capacity and therefore able to handle a great trial. And that, with your newfound knowledge, you will be able to endure the trial placed upon you. Until next week, do your part so that the Lord can do his.